Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents from around the world. I'm Tian Yu. Coming up in this edition, China and the United States have agreed to open new communication channels between their commerce departments. Residents and activists in Fukushima, Japan, are calling for an immediate stop to the discharge of nuclear-contaminated water. And a court in the U.S. has set a trial date of March the 4th for former President Donald Trump. Starting in Asia, China and the United States have agreed to open new communication channels between the Chinese Commerce Ministry and the U.S. Commerce Department. They also agreed on an export control information exchange program to explain their respective export control systems. The developments came following the meeting between Chinese Commerce Minister Wang Wentao and his U.S. counterpart Gina Raimondo in Beijing. Zhou Jiaxing brings more details. China says it is willing to work with the United States to promote bilateral trade investment. Uh, the two sides announced establishment of new communication channels to seek solutions to address specific business issues. It said that they have initiated an export control information exchange mechanism, which serves as a mechanism for explaining their respective export control systems and improving communication. Let's hear what the two sides had to say during the talks. We are ready to work with Washington to foster a more favorable policy environment for cooperation between the two countries' businesses, to bolster bilateral trade and investment in a stable manner, and to inject stronger impetus into the world economic recovery. The vast majority of our trade and investment relationship does not involve national security concerns, and in this regard, I'm committed. Uh, to promoting trade and investment in those areas that are in our mutual best interest. But there are a slew of serious concerns Chinese side has raised over what it called unilateral and protectionist measures by the U.S. side, including uh, the U.S. Section 301 tariffs on Chinese goods, its semiconductor policies, our restrictions of two-way investment, and discriminatory subsidies and sanctions on Chinese enterprises. One also dismissed the U.S. generalization of the concept. Of national security as inducive to normal economic and trade exchanges, market rules, and fair competition, adding it will only harm the security and stability of the global industrial and supply chains. That was Zhou Jiaxing reporting. More diplomatic news: British Foreign Secretary James Cleverly will visit China on Wednesday. The Chinese Foreign Ministry says the two sides will have in-depth exchanges on issues of concern during the visit. The trip will mark the first visit of Britain's top diplomat to Beijing in five years. Now turning to Japan, the country's decision to discharge nuclear-contaminated water from the Fukushima plant has triggered protests both in Japan and abroad. Terence Terashima has more. Since the release of、uh, contaminated wastewater into the Pacific Ocean, which、uh, began last Thursday, there have been several protests across various、uh, parts of Japan. Demonstrators reiterated their concerns, saying that the water discharge will cause significant damage to the environment and global food security. The organizers say they will continue to protest until the government stops the wastewater discharge. According to a Mainichi newspaper survey over the weekend, 60% of respondents expressed dissatisfaction with the government and Tokyo Electric Power Company's explanation regarding the release. This marks seven-point increase. From the previous survey in July, 
Tokyo Electric Company has said that they conducted tests on seawater around the Cripple plant, revealing that uh, seawater samples contain less than 10 becquerel of tritium per litre. However, these uh, reports have not allayed many concerns. In response uh, to the discharge, China imposed a complete import ban on all aquatic products from Japan immediately. According to the market research firm Teikoku Data Bank, over 700 Japanese food exporters are affected. Sales of aquatic products to China and Hong Kong accounted for 42% of all Japanese aquatic exports in 2022. Meanwhile, experts from South Korea arrived in Japan on Sunday and visited the field office of the International Atomic Energy Agency, which was opened at the plant last month to monitor the safe discharge of the treated radioactive water into the Pacific Ocean. Length of their stay this time has not been determined yet. This marks the first of the series of bi-weekly visits by South Korean experts to the agency's field office at the plant. That was Terence Terashima reporting in Japan. Meanwhile, local residents and activists in Fukushima are calling for an immediate stop to the water discharge. An environmentalist says the decision is extremely irresponsible. The Japanese government promised it would not release the nuclear contaminated water without first getting the support and understanding of fishermen involved. Unfortunately, these promises have become empty words. Kokibutomio is a native in Fukushima and also a victim of the region's nuclear contamination. He has participated in several meetings organized by the Japanese government to discuss nuclear contamination issues. He says the government's 30 years discharge plan lacks credibility. 30 years is enough for a generational change. I'm almost 80 years old and won't live to see that time. We need to continue calling for a halt to the discharge of nuclear contaminated water into the sea. We cannot leave problems and pain for future generations. We should let future generations know what happened today and how much effort we have put in to stop it. Protests are also continuing in South Korea. A public survey shows that 62% of South Koreans have expressed their intentions to cut back or stop consuming seafood. One of our regulars came days ago and said he came to consume as much as he can before the discharged water spreads. I felt grateful for that as a fishmonger. However, it's heartbreaking, and I have millions of emotions when I think about the slum that we will have to face in the coming month. We lost all our customers in the coronavirus pandemic, but people started to come after the pandemic situation got better. However, we now have the Fukushima water release. We don't know yet. We need to monitor the situation. But if there are no customers, it's going to be a big problem for us. Moving on to North America. U.S. Judge Tanya Chutkin has set a trial date of March the 4th for former President Donald Trump on charges of seeking to overturn the 2020 election results. This means Trump will be in court in Washington, D.C. just one day before Super Tuesday when over a dozen U.S. states will decide whether to give him a chance to run as president. Trump said that he would appeal for a date change. Kate Fisher reports. It's not the result that Donald Trump had been hoping for. His lawyers had argued that the trial should be delayed until 2026, 
But District Judge Tanya Chutkan refused, saying that Mr. Trump will have to juggle his legal defense with his efforts to win the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. With a former president running for re-election next year while facing four criminal prosecutions, the legal timetable has taken on an outsized importance. One of those cases is in Georgia, where Mr. Trump is charged with trying to overturn the results of the presidential election in that state. On the same day as the hearing in Washington, one of Trump's co-defendants in that case, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, is asking a federal judge in Georgia to take over his case and then to dismiss charges against him. But the hearing will also be the first time that substantive arguments will be made in court. It's a precursor to the official arraignments of Mr. Trump and his 18 alleged co-conspirators, including his former lawyer Rudy Giuliani, next week. That was Kate Fisher on former U.S. President Donald Trump's trial. Florida's Gulf Coast is under hurricane warning as an approaching tropical storm is forecast to strengthen. Idalia has already buffeted southeastern Mexico and western Cuba. U.S. authorities warn that large parts of the western coast in Florida are at risk of storm surges and floods. Nisasota Perez reports from Miami. Tropical storm Idalia is expected to rapidly intensify into a major hurricane with sustained winds of 178 kilometers per hour before reaching Florida's west coast, according to the National Hurricane Center. 46 counties in Florida are under state of emergency. Pretty much anybody on the west coast of Florida, I mean, you can see major, major impacts, and so please prepare accordingly. Life-threatening storm surge warnings are in effect for all Tampa Bay and the Big Bend region of Florida. Storm surge can be life-threatening at just two to three feet. Some of these areas are going to experience storm surge well over seven foot. There's not a person in this room that's over seven foot tall. Mandatory evacuation orders were issued on Monday in several counties ahead of Idalia's expected landfall on Wednesday. President Biden ordered federal assistance to supplement state and local efforts related to the weather emergency. Many schools across the state are closing. The Florida's governor has already activated the National Guard. But once again, authorities urge those people that live on the Gulf Coast to get ready and be prepared to avoid a repeat of last year's casualties caused by Hurricane Ian's storm surge. That was Nisasota Perez on Florida preparing for a major hurricane. In Europe, leading officials of the Spanish Football Federation have asked their boss, Luis Rubiales, to resign over his behavior at the Women's World Cup final, including kissing Jenny Hermoso on her lips without her consent during the trophy ceremony after Spain's victory. Ken Brownie has more. Well, Rubiales is digging in and refusing to resign despite mounting pressure. The big news today is that the Spanish national court prosecutors have begun uh, investigations into a potential sexual assault offense for that kiss by Luis Rubiales on Jenny Hermoso. Now, that process will only continue if Hermoso herself decides to press charges and she has 15 days uh, to decide on whether to do that or not. Some bizarre news broke earlier when we saw that Luis Rubiales' mother uh, locked herself into a church in Motril in Granada in the south of Spain where the family comes from. She, sh- she says she's going on hunger strike until what she calls the inhuman witch hunt and bloodletting of her son ends. Elsewhere, the RFEF Secretary General Andreu Camps, he wrote a letter to UEFA on Friday uh, complaining about uh, Spanish 
the Spanish government's interventionism. That was Ken Brownie reporting. Before we go, here's a recap of the top stories. China and the United States have agreed to open new communication channels between their commerce departments. Residents and activists in Fukushima, Japan, are calling for an immediate stop to the discharge of nuclear contaminated water. And a court in the U.S. has set a trial date of March the 4th for former President Donald Trump. And that concludes this edition of the Top Story. A podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports, and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Tian Yu. Thank you for listening.